Hi, and welcome back to Sisters of Voices. I am one of your hosts, Natisha. And I'm your other host, Kendria. And this episode, we're going to talk about something juicy, mm -hmm. a little controversial, and we need to make sure that we are very careful not to um, hurt anyone's feelings or out anyone, mm -hmm. but it's a conversation that I really want to have. And our topic is, would you ever take an ex back? I don't know how you came up with this topic or... My god sister actually asked me about this. Got it. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I will start off and say I recently met uh, someone... Um, and her name is Nikki, and that's all I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. And Nikki was telling me about how she and her now husband are together. Her first husband. I mean, they're her husband. Mm -hmm. So they dated in high school. Okay. And they both went to different colleges. Um, and, you know, it was just like, oh, someone I dated in high school. But he recognized her from a photo that she took with some other classmates from high school and he was with one of their other classmates from high school okay. and happened to be scrolling through Facebook, saw her photo and said, hey, is that Nikki such and such? Do you have her number? Can I call her? So to me, that's a situation. I think maybe like when you were younger in high school and you reach out to your ex from high school mm -hmm. and things change because you were, you were kids. You went right, to different schools right. and... And, then, and you're a different person. And you're a different person. You get you you come <clears throat> back home and you're like you know it's a, it's it's the Hallmark Christmas story exactly. all over again, exactly. right? Exactly. And they were they they're together. They're married. They are a super cute couple. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I guess in in that sense, there are some stories where you know going back to an ex is kind of like a dream come true, mm -hmm. or it works. You know, out. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So. And I can I can definitely see that there was a point um, after my marriage that I did reach out to a couple of exes or just people I knew from the past thinking, you know, I think it was more of the familiarity. Is, mm -hmm. that, is that the right word? Just being familiar with them instead of finding something new, but mm -hmm. going back to something that you know. Um, but unfortunately, like you said, you grow as people. And I know that, you know, one of them, great guy, but was pretty much the same guy from high school, which there's, I don't want to be with yeah, the high school version of you, right? Yeah. Um, the other was a great guy, but taught me a lesson that, um, even nice guys can be shitty. Oh, okay. So just because someone was, um, a good person or you thought they were a good person doesn't mean that they can't do crappy things. So, I, and I don't want to put that all on like, he was a bad person, mm -hmm. but I think when you go back to something 
that you knew you also take the perception of what you thought it would be like to be with them. Yeah. And when all of those things don't line up, you get just, I got disappointed. Like, oh, like, but you're supposed to be the nice guy that wouldn't mm -hmm. talk to me and someone else at the same time. And although he was very transparent, for the most part, through the whole thing, I put those those notions in place. He never said. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, he did say. Well, yeah. So it was a thing where he's dating. Like, he's, are you single? Dating. Yeah. Yes, I'm single was the answer. Mm -hmm. And he was. But he was also dating other people. Right. Where I was single and I wasn't dating other right. people. And I made that assumption that he wasn't either. Got it. Okay. Um, and he didn't clear up that assumption. And he didn't clear it up until I was very specific in how I asked. And then it was like, well, yeah, this is something, you know, on and off, you know, mm -hmm. something consistent. And it's like, oh, okay. Got it. So. Okay. Well, I have dated an ex from, like, college in my adult life. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't necessarily him that was um, the reason for the breakup more than, or not going any further, more than it was kind of like what you just said. Oh, um, you know, you, you kind of are the same person from, mm. you know, and I have... I've moved to a whole nother state right. and I've, I have so many different, um, interests and, in, in, in just things that I do and it's just not the same. Right. It literally is not the same. So right. there was just nothing there to help progress the relationship. Right. right. And, um, but I don't make it a habit of going back to date my exes. I don't even mm -hmm. make it a habit of looking to see maybe what I missed. Mm -hmm. If it's done, it's done. Right. right. That, that was my philosophy for a really long time. Like, if I've dated you before and it didn't work, it's not going to work. Right. It's just not going to work. Now, that was the practical, Kendria. Mm -hmm. Like, because, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, if you don't have these things now, then you just, you're not going to have what I want then. Then I realize I'm not the same person either. Exactly. You know? And so that's the, key. Yeah. Some of the things that I were too rigid on then. Mm-hmm. As you get older and you realize that some things just don't it's matter. Not, yeah, it's not that important. Yeah. I wouldn't be as rigid on those things because it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. And so so now I'm kind of in the in the space that would I go back and date an ex? I think absolutely. But the situation, the timing, all those things would have to be divine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I know you said that. Would I go back and date an ex? I would say right now, no. Because an ex is an ex for a reason. Right. But it's not a absolute no. Okay. It is no based on the information that I know now. Now, if you meet up with someone who you used to date and you're like, oh, yeah, it was great. You know, I, I right. don't have, I'm trying to think, I really don't have any 
um, relationships with anyone that I used to date that is negative. Meaning, okay. like, I, hey, how are you? Oh, that's great. You know, right. I don't, I'm not mad at you. I don't have any ill will. There's probably a time that I did, but, like, currently, I don't. So, if, if you reconnect and then you realize, wow, this person has really grown. Mm -hmm. Then you're learning new things about them. But the hard thing would be a would be being able to move past past hurt. Because mm -hmm. we can forgive and move forward. But I know for me, I never, I will never forget, which mm. means. And most people don't. As soon as a marker or mm -hmm. something happens that triggers a memory, even if it's not what's going on, I'm automatically going to go back to, well, that's what you did before. Or, like, how do I know that's not. Right. Even though. This person has shown that they're not the person that they were. they were before. Right. As soon as something triggers, you're automatically going to go there. So you have to go into this relationship knowing those triggers and being open to having a conversation about them. Because otherwise, you're just setting yourself up. Yeah. That, that's my opinion. And talking about what were the gaps before... Mm. in the relationship and then being honest about the gaps you had mm -hmm. and the gaps that they had and how you're working towards it how are you feeling those and just being honest mm -hmm. you know that's the hard part though because some people's honesty level is not complete honesty well i, I told you to the truth yeah you told me a piece of the truth and you omitted certain things <laughs> don't point <laughs> so you know I'm very I, I hope and I think that I'm a pretty honest person um, and so I expect other people to, to be, be honest. honest back to me and um, if they're not then I'm very disappointed yeah in real talk, on my end, mm -hmm. I will downplay a situation mm -hmm. to, like, you know, two lions were fighting. I'm like, no, it was really, like, uh, two cats. You know, just two. One wasn't even an alley cat. One was a suburban cat. So, really so when you tell the story, it was like, oh, yeah, I saw two cats. They just <laughs> looked like they weren't getting along. And yeah. In reality, you were on a freaking safari in Africa, and there yeah. were two lions, and one ended up dead. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and see, I'm the other way. I will <laughs> tell you the story and then be like, can tell you the hair on the cat, the like at the back of his neck start to stand up. Right. And then, well, like I'm telling you way too much. And you're like, I just wanted to know if there was actually two lions fighting. Right. Yeah, yeah. But let me tell you, let me tell you. The, and then like you could see the claws like get into the dirt and that's how you knew that they were getting ready to attack each other. And and everyone else is like, okay, Natisha, great. Yeah, we got it. But you did verify that there was two lions. And you're like, yeah, like, no, no, that's that's good. We're good. Let's move on. But I got more. <laughs> <laughs>
So I can be I can be um, authentically me right now mm-hmm. and unapologetically me right now and say I haven't always been one hundred percent honest. Mm-hmm. And honestly, because I didn't feel the need to be. Hmm. Um, I didn't feel the need to be because two things. Sometimes when you're honest, people won't, they don't do well with, with just your being realness, mm-hmm. right? Or you're, you're being 100% with them. And sometimes I felt like, what, what would it matter? Like, if it wasn't hurting you, it's not hurting you then or now, or uh, it's not hurting you or impacting you in a negative way, why? Mm -hmm. You know? And then sometimes I was just like, well, especially in relationships, you want this deep relationship with me and me not necessarily with you. So Mm -hmm. I I don't see, I don't really see the value in like breaking down. Now, as I'm, as I'm getting older... It's just like, you may not like what I'm about to tell you. Yeah. But now you can either listen and not like it and we deal with it. Or you can be like, Kendria, I don't want to deal with you and I'm okay with that too. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I remember, I'm assuming I've always been this way, but I'm, I don't know. But I remember working with people and doing trainings and saying something and then looking at their expression and being like, wait, what? You know, like what? And they're like, dang, like that's just, that was a little harsh. And I was like, was it? Wait, that's yeah. not what I meant. Like, and they're just like, well, I know. I just know how you are. And that's what made me more aware of the fact that I can, I tend to be a little brutally honest. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, it's not intentionally or right. it's not malice. Now, I can be mean, but I find that that's different than being honest. Right. Like, I, I would rather someone tell me like that shirt, that shirt's not cute, and just tell me like don't, don't try to sneak around it. Okay, so on a side note, meaning, I'm very bad at like cues or innuendos. Mm-hmm. Like when someone is like looking at me and they're trying to tell me something, I'm, I, I feel I feel a little <laughs> autistic. Like I'm like what. What? So, like, Kendria knows if she needs to tell me something, text me. Because otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, oh, I ain't get that. <laughs> I ain't know that's what you that's wanted true. me that's to That's so true. That is so true. I just don't get, I don't know what it is. I don't understand those cues. Like, yeah. which is weird because in sports, I get the cues. Right. I understand when someone's throwing in the ball and they do like this and then, and that's where they're going to throw it or when someone, uh, right. a teammate of mine and I can have eye contact and I know, okay, we're going to do a cut or we're going to do a give and go and da da da. But I could be sitting at a table with you at the bar and you give me this look and I'm just like, what's happening? <laughs> who? Or you're like, who? who, who? And you're like, Natasha, don't turn around. Well, you told me to look. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I just don't get it. Well, okay, so you gave a perfect example of being on a team. You know, mm-hmm. you've all, as, as long as I've known you, you've always been a sporty girl, very mm-hmm. active, basketball and soccer and just all these things. 
Um, and that's, you know, that's just who you are. You are always very engaged in sports. Mm-hmm. But even on your team, you have practice together. Yeah. You are conditioned to look at certain cues happening in the game. And you know the cues of your teammates because you have practice. Mm-hmm. You don't practice dating. And if you did, you might be able to pick huh. up some of those cues. But it is. It, it is a, good. It's a practice thing. You know, and you don't really practice, practice that. I don't yeah. at all. I, so I was thinking about this the other day, which has nothing to do with dating. <clears throat> um, you know, I teach these classes on empathy and reflection and, and, and you know, empathic listening, mm-hmm. right? And then I get into these situations where people are like, you're not empathy. You don't have empathy at all. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I, my, my comeback is... I never said I was um, an empathy the guru expert, of empathy, right? Yeah, I'm an empathy practitioner, mm. right? And so it is practice. Mm-hmm. It is practice, and there are some. And I even when, even in my trainings, I give examples of times I'm not empathetic. Yeah, the the goal is to be conscious of mm. not being empathetic and being yeah. able to reflect. So. I definitely am a practitioner uh, of of that study and of that thought, right? That school of thought. Yeah. And and dating is something that you could look at in the same manner, mm-hmm. right? And you probably said this on a couple of our podcasts, right? That you know, you're if it's not a priority to you, you're not gonna. Right. Date. It's, it's it's not it's not gonna be a priority until it's a priority. Right. So you are. Mm-hmm. Most people say, "Well, I'm out of the dating scene, so I don't know what this means. I don't know what that means." Yeah, you're you're not a practitioner of I'm not. dating right now. So I, I think if you were, which I think we need to have another podcast on where do people go to date nowadays? Mm. Like, what what does that look like? Um, for for me, um, just there, there's so many reasons why not to take an ex back or to take an ex back, and it also has to do with just you know feeling and emotional connection and. You know, I I have an ex that we didn't necessarily break up because we hated each other. Mm -hmm. We broke up because it was the best thing for our life paths, Mm. right? And career-wise and and what specifically what he wanted to do and knowing that I could not live that lifestyle, Right. right? And so... That door is never really closed, mm. right? At least sometimes I feel that way. Mm-hmm. Now, will I feel different if I run into someone who is like God prepared and everything else leaves your body and the only thing you have, only thing you have to give is for that person, mm. right? And I don't know what that's like. You know, I think I've I've met people. Your parents, mm-hmm. your parents are a great example of just. I love your parents. Me they're too. they're so freaking adorable. Your dad loves your mom so much, mm-hmm. and I believe that your mama would take off her wig if she had one on, slap I'll somebody shoot, with somebody. it, yeah. and cut somebody over her man. What oh, you yeah. say to my man? What? Yeah. So I strongly believe that they are just so so very cute. Yeah. I love them. Yeah, 
they they I I jokingly but seriously say that I am single because of them. I'm single because mm. I'm looking for that in a relationship. Yeah. Um I'm looking for a man who loves me the way my dad loves my mom. Yeah. Um and you're right, my mom is very laid back. Very laid mm -hmm. back in their relationship. Mm -hmm. And allows my dad to do, he allows him to be the man. But don't let that um, lackadaisical mm -hmm. uh, demeanor fool you. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, she may not say something to your face. And then next thing you know, you're crossing the street in a Ford Expedition. <laughs> like, she'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Oh, you slick with that? Oh, you gonna take my man? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and try. But just in case you think you have a leg on it, right. I'm gonna take both of them out. Like right. I I 100% believe that. But she would never... They're confident enough in their relationship where I, she, there doesn't need to be a verbal altercation or about like, right. oh, why are you looking at my man? She's like, yeah, look at my man. He yeah. handsome. <laughs> and he's coming home with me. Right. So I'm not worried about that. Um, but yeah, that it's, it's a different relationship that yeah. a lot of people don't have these days or the example of that yeah. these days. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we hear the stories of our parents and my parents mm -hmm. were old enough to be your parents' parents, you know? Right. And I hear those stories mm -hmm. of, you know, the devotion and yeah. the, the commitment and the respect for one another yeah. and yeah yeah and, and yeah so i don't i mean I, I mean i i can look back in my past and be like i would never get back with that person yeah was, what was i thinking about even giving him the time of day yeah there's you a know? couple of those yeah but really looking back and being like in my in, in the in the the men in my past i've dated looking back and saying would i date them and like marry them and like build a life with them mm -hmm. i think i had an idea of someone that i was in love with like oh my gosh head over heels mm -hmm. in love when i was 20 years old right right um no i can't see it i i, I saw it for a really long time like oh my gosh i wonder where he is and what he's doing mm -hmm. I, we could probably we will make beautiful babies together and he's like Six one, just like the perfect physique, and just what he was just always so handsome to me, mm -hmm. right? And um, not too long ago, 2019, 2020, he called no, 2019, calls me out the blue. Um, hey, let's go, blah blah blah, hang out. I was like, okay, so I flew to where he lived, and um, we hung out, and I was just like. And so, when does my plane get here to take me back? And and it was it, it was, was fine. A disappointment. It was fine because he was like, and I'm gonna go ahead and get you an Uber. And mm. like didn't even like picking so me up. So the, the hype, the hype was so mental and so yeah. and so uh, nostalgic. You know, like picking me up from the airport. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're here. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see you. It's like you're not in shining armor, picking you mm -hmm. up in a nice Lexus. And you're like, okay, check, got a nice right, car. Right, right. And, and it's like, yeah, um, 
I'm not even going to come home for lunch. I'll just send you an Uber. And I'm like, that's good with me. See you later. I'll leave your key at the front with the front desk, man. And wow. Wow. You know? Yeah. I mean, nothing was the same. I don't think, yeah. I don't think it, 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 and it's not supposed to be, but yeah. you, but you have that thought in your mind, in your mind. Yeah. And that creates 80% of yeah. what you think should be. Yeah. You know? And say, I'm trying to, th I don't think that there's an ex that I would say, you know, like, like you said, I think about mm -hmm. possibly, there's a reason all of them are no longer, we're no longer in a relationship. And sometimes the reason is me. Yeah. And sometimes the reason is them. But it it would have to be a divine um Intervention. Intervention mm -hmm. for me to go back because I can't imagine. Well, one, like you said, my concept of relationship, mm -hmm. I, I want new. I want and that makes sense. the new first kiss and the first date and the first holding hands and the first and the first and the not a nostalgic or a comparison of, oh, well, I thought it was this or I thought, oh, I mm -hmm. remember... You know, we can go down memory lane, but I think for me moving forward, I want something new. Yeah. No. So I would have to say a no unless JC came down and tapped me on my shoulder and was like, this is... No, this baby is girl, that's, that's the one. Yeah, mm -hmm. you weren't ready for him then, but you're ready for him now. Right. Um, but other than that, I'm going to have to say, I wish you all the best. <laughs> But no, thank you. Yeah, no, I, I, I can. Yeah, the, the, the time, the time has to be right. If right. I were, but also I think for me because I know there are, you know, there's maybe one, maybe two mm -hmm. people that I would date again, right? Um, I have to sort out. Is it because I built a relationship with your entire family? Mm, yeah. I built a relationship with your child or your children. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, history sometimes will... Well, let me put it this way. The emotions that you feel now mm -hmm. will sometimes make you forget mm -hmm. the history that you went through with that person. Right, right. Right. Uh, it'll make you forget, like... The bad and yeah. only, and highlight the good. Right, exactly. Yep. Exactly. And you have to and you have to think about all of those things and what you can live with and what you mm -hmm. can't live with. And, you know, so, yeah, there are people in my past, I'd be like, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. And there are people from my past that I never even got off the ground. Yeah. You know, I've had, I've had men ask me... Um, you know, we used to talk all the time, and now we don't talk at all. And I just want to know what happened. What happened? Yeah. And I'm a planner, and if and if you really know me, and if I ask you like, what are your plans mm -hmm. with us? And you're like trying to be trying to be all hard with mm -hmm. it. I'm out. Yeah. And yeah. I don't have to give you a reason. I'm just out. Yeah. And um and then men especially don't don't handle that that well because that's normally kind of like their thing mm -hmm. but i'm a planner and i need to understand yeah what are your plans and if you don't have any plans at the age that we are mm -hmm. or a relationship or just you know 
I'm out and I'm moving on because someone else must be for you and I don't want to block you from that. Right. Well, people come in our lives for a reason and a season. And sometimes we try to hold on to people who are no longer supposed to be in our lives. Right. They were supposed to come. For that season. For that season. Teach you something Mm -hmm. and leave you a better person. And we hold on to them hoping that... You can grow, but when that season changes, you're not supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. And then you wonder why everything around you is crumbling and it's not working out. It's because you're putting yourself in a season that you're not supposed to be in. Right, right. You were supposed to change into spring and you stuck in in winter. And, you know, yeah. So, you you know, I love the whole seasons, like analogies and and comparisons because, you know, going back to your birth date or just whatever, just if we were just to stick with the seasons, Mm -hmm. it is such a profound way to think about relationships and someone coming into your life for a Mm -hmm. season. Um, You know, in the in the winter, things are are dead, Mm -hmm. you know, or they're sleeping. You know, they're they're dead or they're sleeping, they're hibernating, mm-hmm. right? And then you come into the spring where things are starting to bloom. And in summer, they are in full bloom. Mm-hmm. And then in the fall, um, you know, things are in a preparation state right. for that dormant season. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so... I think relationships... When people come into your life for whatever season that is, we have to be more aware and recognize what did this person bring to me in my season of lying dormant? Mm -hmm. What did this person bring to me um, in my season of flourishment? Mm -hmm. You know, how do they contribute? What did I contribute to them? Right. And I think sometimes in those seasons when people are flourishing, it's like, no, no, when I'm with this person, they it's, it's this. And it's like, no, no, no. They were only supposed to, um, you know, water they were, you and give right. you the nutrients. They were, they were the bee going yeah. from flower to flower yes. to flower because that is how everything grows and mm-hmm. regrows. And, you know, mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah. And sometimes I'm a bee, Natisha. Yeah. Sometimes I'm simply a bee, you know? Yeah. I, I'm not there forever. Mm-hmm. Now, the sad part about that is I've always felt like, man, I date a person and I can really take them to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't get anything out of that. Right. You know, or I haven't recognized mm-hmm. everything I get out of it. And I think <laughs> I had um, my friend tell me when I was deep into working with CIS um you can't be a social worker at home. You have to take that hat off. And and that resonated deeply with me, especially within my relationship, because it's like I, I can't I can't be your social worker. Like I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be your equal. We're supposed to pour into each other. I'm and be your helpmate. I'm only pouring into you mm-hmm. and like you said, not getting anything back then. What what are we doing? Yeah, you'll never be no refilled. So how do you keep giving exactly. out of a cup that literally has nothing. nothing? Yep. You know? And I need to find someone that's gonna pull me out of my hibernation. 
You do. Because <laughs> I've been be, hibernating for a while. Someone's going to be patient. Yeah, that's the theme of these uh, podcasts. I keep er, keep talking about <laughs> dating, hibernation, and, and my fears. My, my, my guy's listening to the podcast. He's going to reach out to me. He is. He, yeah. He's like, you know, well, she kind of cray cray, but I like her. <laughs> but I like that. I like her. <laughs> you got to look. Anybody who's going to be with me got to be able to deal with a little cray cray. Yeah. Little, a little, a little bit more than a little cray cray because, you know. But you have good crazy. There's bat shit. Yeah. I'm crazy. not going to tear up your stuff. You I'm are, a ghost you crazy. You are good crazy. You know, like a fun crazy. And I think everybody needs a little bit of that. A little cray cray in their yeah. life. Yeah. So, okay. So, to wrap this up. Yes. You wouldn't date an ex because you were no. looking for something new. Yes. And for me, um, I think, oh my God, I'm such a, uh, I'm such a regimented person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love tradition. Mm-hmm. And I think that historical pieces of being a traditional person would allows me to easily say, I think I would go back and date an ex. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, five years ago, just five years ago, I would have said, why would you even be friends with your ex? I mean, I was right. very like, that's stupid. Why would you ever be friends with your ex? Because there's always a door open and you shouldn't do this. And, mm-hmm. and my twin sister would be like, well, what if y'all brought stuff to each other's lives and, and it just it just wasn't meant for y'all to date? Right, right. But it was meant for y'all to kind of still be, be in the same mm-hmm. circles or whatever. And I'm like, it just it, it literally made no sense to me until I met the person that I could say, oh, okay, I, well, I guess it does that. make sense. Mm-hmm. I guess it does make sense. So um, like, that's growth. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely growth. But for me, I'm usually on one end of the spectrum or the I, other, uh-huh. so I have to work on. You know, finding that balance. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as I, I will say this, as long as I have balance, I could see myself going back in the past and dating. Um, All her ex, no, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Reach out to her, 555. Let me tell you something. For those of y'all that already know, you already know I'm not talking about you. Okay. (laughs) So before you even get that thought in your head, I heard your podcast, boo. <laughs> was that me? You was talking no. about? <laughs> no, it was not, sir. Um, and okay. so yeah, he's <laughs> like, "No, are you talking to me? No, sir, I'm not talking to you either." But anyway, um, so I I would. But again, it would have to be one of those things where God said, "Okay, now this he's is, ready yeah. for you. You're ready for him." And I and I could not be already in a relationship. Right. I could not be, you know, trying to move forward right. with someone else. Um, and if I ever felt like that would impede me moving forward with someone else, I would take a step back to mm-hmm. try and sort some things out. But um, I don't have that strong intentions with with anyone. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but but yeah, but I don't just leave doors open. Like we're gonna right. break up. I'm gonna leave this door open. That's not that's not me either. Because once I close a door, um, I feel like there's a reason for it to be closed. It would have to be a reason why it would open again. Mm-hmm. But it's just not left open. Yeah. So if that makes sense, that makes that sense. makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. And this is a good topic. I think that um, I think that we should 
go on Instagram Live and invite people in to weigh in. And and answer this question. And answer this yes. question. To be continued. Should we, we should do, do another that. one in a couple of weeks and just And see how that and see how that works. We should. I think that's all we're going to do. We'll we'll post uh, when we're going to jump on uh, Instagram yeah. and see who we can get to log in. And I'm curious to see what some other people would say. Yeah, me too. So Me too. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to another podcast. And remember, be unapologetically you. you. Bye.